Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rum and Regret podcast. I am Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. And uh, we are here tonight. We are going to give our review of the movie Renfield. And uh, we thought of no one better to bring to our stream than our the Rum and Regret Nicolas Cage expert, Mr. Stoop, Steve Polivka, everybody. Steve, how's it oh, going? <laughs> I need to add that to my resume. You know, I think it's probably one of my more prestigious titles. Yeah. <laughs> right after your master's. Just right. <laughs> master's LMFT Nick Cage expert. Right, you know, that's right up there. Um, no, man, thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, seriously, we couldn't have th- uh, brought anyone in better after <laughs> after the uh, the best Nicolas Cage movie podcast. Yeah. Needed to have you on. So, again, man, <laughs> thanks for joining us uh, tonight. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Um, uh, before we get into the Renfield review, uh, we will uh, run through our segments. Uh, Joe, unfortunately, no horror corner. I mean, Nick Renfield is the horror. Corner. Pretty yeah, much, is, yeah. Pretty much starting the horror <laughs> corner for us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we will have an extended horror corner with our review of Renfield. Um, nice. But uh, with that, uh, we will go into uh, shit you should be watching. <laughs> Name TBD. <laughs> right. um, working, working title. Working, working title. Shit, shit. You should, you need to watch. Um, uh, I forgot to mention this last time, and and shame on me for not mentioning it last time. But the uh, series fal- finale of Picard uh, has come and gone, and man, did it deliver? I believe you mentioned it last time. I don't. You think- were gushing very heavily. I, I was. Well, I was gushing over the the penultimate episode. Ah, right, yeah. yeah, but I know, but I left. Yeah, I didn't mention it last time, which I was. But man, it was incredible. Uh, yeah. Anything and everything a next generation fan could ever want from a reunion series. It was. It was just incredible. Um, there's a lot of um, behind the scenes uh, of a of a certain set piece that they worked on that is just. It's like super emotional just to watch that. Um, so uh, if you have any inkling towards Star Trek, man, watch the last season of Picard. It's fantastic. Um, since we've talked last time, uh, a few new episodes of Ted Lasso have come out. Again, that show's just incredible. It just seems to get better and better. I have not watched in the last couple of weeks. So okay. All right. Spoilers, please. No, I will not. Just... Uh, yeah, I will. I will not say anything else. All right, um, but uh, continuing with Apple, uh, Apple TV Plus, um, there's a movie that came out with uh, Chris Evans and Anna De Armas called Ghosted that we watched it. Yeah. Watched it. <laughs> on my list. Why can't I talk? Um, there, Nate. There's a there's a segment in there that is for any Marvel fan. It is a. It is a. Okay. A cameo sequence. Let's just put it at that. <laughs> nice. So, a la free guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, mm. Ryan Reynolds pops up. Hey, what the fuck, what? man? That's a huge spoiler. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Hey, guess what? This guy pops up. <laughs> but he's not the only Marvel actor okay. to come in. Let's just put it that way. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there is a, uh, another new series that just started on Apple TV plus called silo, uh, which is fantastic. 
Uh, Rebecca Ferguson from Dune um, is in it. And Dr. Uh, Tim- Sleep. And, yes, and Dr. <laughs> Sleep. Tim Robbins is also in it. Um, and uh, this is a uh, sort of a dystopian future. The human race lives in a huge silo. Um, they are basically the outside air has been poisoned. Um, and, uh, like any other sort of multi-tier system, each tier of the silo sort of has their job to do and to keep everything up. And, um, there is just a, it's, there's an air of mystery as to why the silo exists and what's going on, who built the silo, why was the silo needed, etc. Um, and uh, three episodes in, and it's incredible so far. So uh, if you have Apple TV+, Plus, give it a chance. Um, uh, since we've talked last two, uh, two new amazing episodes of Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Man, this show, we are in the second season right now. Um, season three, unfortunately, is on the way, but it's going to be delayed because of the writer's strike. Uh, however, this show does, I think, what Lost started to do very well, but couldn't come through on it. Hmm. And with the balance of two different sort of time frames and telling stories f- about the same characters in these two different frames, but having them sort of match what they're doing and what they're up to is just incredible. And you you just sort of forget, <laughs> you know, you forget how good this show is until you're watching it. And then you're just like, man, this show is just incredible. Oh, sounds like we should start making some tacos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and they come out on Friday. So it would be fun to have all you guys over on a Friday to watch this. Um, but yeah, this yeah. is a, this is one of those shows where on Friday night, it would have to watch it because you just, it, it's that good. Um, and then we um, we have gone through the uh, the entire second season of Shadow and Bone on Netflix. And uh, that was fantastic. It was a good, a very good, solid season. Very, um, it went, it went quick. I mean, there were eight episodes, but man, it went, <laughs> it just, it was, it was that good. It went that quick. So um, yeah, that's it for shit. You should be watching. Nice. I got a, a couple things to throw on the end of that, if that's all right. No, of course. Please do. <clears throat> um, just quick updates. We got some new releases on streaming this week. Uh, D&D movie and the Mario movie are now streaming. That's right. Uh, oh, shit. D&D streaming Paramount? now, too? Yeah. D&D, I believe, is on the Paramount. Paramount Plus. Plus yeah. Um, Sweet. Mario is, is for sale, you know, obviously. Uh, just it's still in the theaters. Um, and then Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania is tomorrow. On oh, so nice. Yeah. Check that one out. It's fun. It's uh, I think I said this before. It's like it's a really great Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the characters in the world really kind of make it. But nice. Um, and, um, and I just I I forgot something. Sorry. Do you have something else? Yeah, no, go for it. Yeah, I got a couple more things. You go. OK. Um, yeah. So uh, I completely forgot about uh, Mrs. Davis. Have you guys heard about this? No. I think we're uh, we are seven episodes in on Mrs. Davis, and uh, it's it's cool. It's a uh, uh, nun with a checkered past that is 
there is a a algorithm now that is sort of running the the show like an AI called Mrs. Davis, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it is um, this nun is tasked with uh, finding the Holy Grail, and it's uh, it's one of those shows where you just you have no idea like a week to week they always throw a wrench into what you thought you saw last week so um it's just it's it's inter- this is it's um carlton cues is um or no i'm sorry i think this is damon lindelof who wrote this um but man it's such a great show and uh it's betty gilpin is uh plays the lead in it and uh she's just fantastic so um what holy shit it's miss davis so the name hit some very deep-seated memories. That's Uh-oh. the name of the teacher in Varsity Blues that they catch at the strip club stripping. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I had to Google it to make sure. Uh, I was like, Davis. Right. Davis. Yeah. So, um, no, this is, yeah, but, uh, Mrs. Davis is great. Um, and the, the cast is really good. And again, like I said, uncovers these just really great sort of mysteries here and there. So um, check it out if you can. It's really good. Um, it's on the cock. So <laughs> what? What? You can't name a screen service peacock and not have me say it that way. This this is not a recurring bit. That we should <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Is there anything else on the cock we should know about? Yeah, Andy praises the cock easily. <laughs> We should just have a segment called Andy discusses what's on the cock. Andy, Andy loves Andy, the cock. Andy worships the cock. Andy yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I got a couple more quick. Please. Quick yeah. Ones, go for uh, it. Not related to the cock. Um, <laughs> so, uh, recently watched stuff. Uh, Ted Lasso minus a couple of weeks. Obviously, great show. Finished Carnival Row season two uh, yeah. yesterday um depressing obviously that show came to the end and very depressing yeah uh good action uh effects were pretty good story was pretty good yeah um orlando bloom's acting was not <laughs> in right this season yeah um everyone else was great kind of phoned it um, in a little bit <laughs> yeah i think well being the ep and then knowing his show is canceled i don't know if he, yeah before they recorded anything or did anything but anyway uh it was still fun and glad i watched it so that's kind of horror adjacent um but then i watched the air movie uh, air with uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, the uh, the Nike shoe Michael Jordan movie. That's right. Amazon Prime. Uh, yesterday, it was actually really good. Okay. Um, I'm kind of shocked they released it on streaming because apparently it just died in the theaters because it, it was only in the theaters briefly. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really good movie. It's so definitely take a chance and or take a chance, take some time and watch it. Jason Bateman's in it, um, but Matt Damon is just a tour in that. Really nice. good. Um, and then just rewatching some epic shit, uh, Rebels to get ready for Ahsoka. Oh, right. Forgot how great the writing is in Rebels. We're hitting, we just hit, finished season one. Um, and it's good. Yeah. I, I forgot how good it was. And then, uh, I got Annie hooked on Arcane and we mainlined the middle episodes, uh, last weekend. And oh, we're nice. about, we've got an episode and a half left and she is just entranced. Oh, it's good. One of the nice. most beautiful pieces of anything oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah it, it's amazing. Yeah, definitely worth a rewatch if you guys haven't seen it in a while. So yeah. That's all I got. Okay, cool. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, with that, uh, Nate, we can jump into the Marvel Minute. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff going down lately, so I'm just going to do some recent about the last week worth of stuff. So uh, we got a Loki season two announcement date today, which is awesome. Uh, Loki season two releases on Disney Plus on October 6th, so it's uh, much later than they yeah. originally announced. It was supposed to be mid-year, um, and it's going to be a Friday, which is... Uh, switch up from the Wednesday releases. Hmm. Uh, so that's going to be great. Can't wait to see that. Um, Marvel also announced the Echo Show, uh, which is the next one to come out. That's coming out November 29th, and they're releasing that all six episodes at once. So it's six one-hour ups. Oh, wow. Um, that's interesting. It's all happening at one time. Yeah, so that, that should be fun. We'll see how that goes, because that's going to kind of dovetail into the Daredevil show when that actually gets released, which obviously is getting pushed uh, for the strike. Right. Um they cast uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, who was Mordo in the original Doctor Strange movies. Uh, he's going to be in Sony's uh, Venomverse, so he's going to be in Venom 3. Ah. Um, they haven't said who he's going to play, but he's an amazing actor, so that's always good news to get some heavy hitters right. uh, to go along the slapstick that'll be that. It's going to be, uh, I shouldn't say slapstick, because it's going to be super dark. Yeah. Because so, it's going to be Venom and Carnage and potentially more. Um, symbiotes so we'll see what happens there um for all the wrestling fans first look uh wwe superstar seth rollins is going to be a major villain in the new captain america movie um that features uh falcon as captain america now um apparently he's going to be the second uh wrestler in the mcu after batista as since batista's done now since uh guardians is wrapped but it'll be cool apparently he's a giant dude with long hair and looks very imposing. So we'll see what happens there. Um, they leaked some, I guess not leaked, but there was some set photos taken of Anthony Mackie's new suit for Captain America four. Everything looks dope. Yeah. Uh, obviously it's going to be very highly engineered and really good effects. So I'm excited for that movie when that finally comes out. Um, I, this was one I actually need to follow the link to. So James Gunn ranked his top three, his top three favorite superhero movies. He did his top five, actually. Well, no, it's his top three. The other two are not superhero movies. Uh, they're they're from uh, comic books. So you've already seen this article then, yeah? Uh, well, I watched the video. Oh, I didn't watch the video. I yeah, just, uh, there was a video. So, if, yeah. so those are the people that haven't seen this. I want you guys <laughs> to try to guess what his top three superhero movies are. Steven Joseph. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm at a loss. Um, really? You guys, thanks for God. Guys. Never mind. I was going to um, say, I don't know, Batman Returns. Um, okay. Never Superman mind. 4. I mean. Go into it. So, <laughs> the uh, repeat. Wow. The, the interaction here is stellar, folks. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm going to go commit seppuku in the background. Um, um, we're the horror people, so. man. What do you expect from us? Right, yeah. <laughs> effort I don't know. <laughs> uh so <laughs> number three was deadpool uh he explained that deadpool was even more of a comedy than than his 2014 guardians of the galaxy and praised it for a perfect adaptation of the comic book and needed way more credit and says ryan reynolds is one of the all-time great comic book icons alongside robert denny jr's iron man and christopher reeve's superman which blends right into number two superman 1978 original superman movie um movie changed his life it was the next big magical movie he experienced after watching Star Wars A New Hope. And he is 
super excited about the new Superman legacy movie that he is going to write and direct, which I am also insanely excited. I was excited before after seeing Guardians of the Galaxy 3, even more so because that movie is fucking insanely good. There's um, a bit of interesting casting news along that as well. Did you hear? Uh, no casting news. A lot of speculation. Right. That uh, somebody we're going to talk about later is going to be Lex Luthor. That's correct. So, okay. Yeah. It's very speculative. At this point, he's the front runner. I don't think anything's beneficial yet. Yeah. Um, let's see. And his number one is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is the perfect Spider-Man movie and is fucking insane. <laughs> uh, doesn't have a bad beat in it. Uh, the entire film is perfect. And approaching it as a writer saying he respects that the screenplay is, uh, what did you say here, uh, is staying pointed the entire film. So honorable mentions, Deadpool 2. I uh, V for Vendetta, Iron Man, um, and Spider-Man Homecoming. So that's what I got on that one. Okay. That was fun. Um, let's see. Disney stopped production on another show because of the writer's strike. Wonder Man, I guess, is in production, which I was kind of shocked. Um, I swore I heard Nate Fillion was playing Wonder Man, but I haven't double-checked that. So I don't think oh. that's happening. But that would be interesting. Um, we already talked about Ant-Man 3 Quantumania. Uh, did you guys see Guardians 3 at all? No, we haven't. Seen, I did not. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. God, it's so good. Um, so there's kind of, uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about this thing because it's kind of a spoiler at the end, but uh, never mind. I'll continue. <laughs> there's a really cool thing at the end that if you don't, you, it's easy to miss concerning Groot and that kind of thing. So okay. If you guys don't care about spoilers, I can just explain it, but um, it's not really that big of a spoiler, I guess, now that I think about it. Uh and then the last thing I have, which is super cheesy and very like TikToky, uh, which which Marvel Avengers character are you based on your zodiac sign? Oh God! <laughs> I know it's so bad. Andy, what's your sign? Uh, Aries the Ram. Oh yeah, that's right. So you're gonna be at the top here. Um, you're Shang Chi. <laughs> okay. Apparently. Uh, one of the most internally strong signs of the spectrum. You're known for wanting to be the top god, top dog, while boasting qualities like stubbornness and hot-headedness. No. No, You're that's kidding. not me. <laughs> Apparently, I'm T'Challa, so Wakanda forever. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, Joseph, you're in the same boat, too, right? Gemini. You're next, then. Moon Knight. That's dumb. yes. Yeah. That's so perfect. <laughs> no, that's so perfect. Yeah. When's your birthday, Steve? Did I miss you already? Um, I share a birthday with famed Bay Area rapper uh, Andre Nicotina, which is three eleven. <laughs> oh, so Pisces. Pisces, yeah. Pisces. Okay, thanks for that. <laughs> Just I love, throwing I love in some effort. knowledge. I love the effort you made on that's that. That's amazing. One. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, We're a lot alike, you know. Right. You and I, so. <laughs> Really. Mostly the birthday, but right, you know. yeah, standing next to each other, can't tell you two apart. <laughs> nope, not at all. Oh, so you're also Aries then? No, he's Pisces. No, Pisces. Pisces. Really? Yeah. Oh, twenty first. There we go. Who the fuck is Pisces on this goddamn list? Control F does not want to work. That's awesome. <laughs> and the show has hit a new low. <laughs> Leo Virgo. Leo, It'll be at the end, Leo, right? Oh, fucking damn. Mrs. Yeah, Davis on the cock wasn't our new low. <laughs> No, that's true it was oh you're miss marvel perfect oh yeah <laughs> awesome. all right that was stupid and fun but yeah. uh, i'm done so 
Uh, all right. Uh, with that, let's talk Renfield. Um, so since Nate and I have been blabbering on about our uh, <laughs> our our segments, uh, we'll get uh, we'll get uh, reactions from uh, from Steve and Joe. Uh, Steve, as our yes. resident Nicholas Cage expert, <laughs> how did Renfield stack up? Uh, you know, honestly, I I went into it expecting it to be kind of like all right. Uh-huh. I I didn't know what to expect. It looked from the trailer, it looked campy. I was like, all right, it'll probably be like a campy, like whatever performance, forgettable. But I actually really, really liked it. Um, at first, I was thinking, you know, is this going to center entirely around Renfield and not and have you know Nick Cage's Dracula be kind of a secondary character? But then. The way that they kind of blended the two together, I thought was really well done. Yeah. And I actually have to say that Nick Cage did a phenomenal job in this movie. Like yes. he was he was a good passable actor, which is good for Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, but then he also had like he was able to do the comedic bits really well. Yeah. Like just the whole scene when he's uh, drinking the martini glass with the eyeballs in it <laughs> yeah, in Richfield's yeah. apartment, yeah. I was like rolling because I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he's yeah. doing like such a good job of that comedic bit. Like it was just so well done. Yeah, um, his little mannerisms are insane. Like, oh yeah, let me, let me tell you something. Okay, yeah, uh, with the teeth and everything. Like, oh my god, I was dying. I watched it again today, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Nice. No, it, it was it was so good, and I just overall I felt like it was actually a really refreshing take on Dracula because we keep seeing Dracula movies that are, for the most part, very similar. Um, yeah, you have that regular Dracula formula, and I liked that they focused more on Renfield, and I loved the tie-in with uh, like him going to the support group for narcissistic yeah, uh, right. personality <laughs> disorder and stuff like that. Like, I absolutely oh loved God. that approach to it. <laughs> it was just, it was really good. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, no, I totally agree. And I love that his introduction to when we first see Nicolas Cage, they had him sort of Lugosi'd up a little bit. Like mm-hmm. there was that one, and it was wasn't it even in black and white too? Yeah, yeah, it was in black and white. They, yeah, they specifically reshot scenes from the original, from that original movie, like scene for right. scene shot. Okay, on purpose in wow. black and white. To yeah, mm-hmm. to it. yeah, and set it up. That was that's yeah, brilliant. yeah. I really appreciated that. Yeah, the whole black and white section is pretty much shot for shot. Okay, uh, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe, how did you feel about Renfield? Um, I'm pleasantly surprised. I actually, to be honest, I had really no desire to see this movie. <laughs> really? Like, like, from the trailers, I was like, oh, this looks terrible. And I, A vampire movie with Nick Cage and you had no desire to see it? Oh, my I, God. Who it looks you? so campy. And I, like, I was coming off of the menu with Nicholas Holt. So I was right. like, oh, this motherfucker. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the menu is your favorite movie, Joe. What are you talking about? Yeah, because I hate that motherfucker so much. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to watch a whole movie of him as being Renfield. <laughs> but that being said, I watched it and I was pleasantly surprised. I really liked it. Um, Aquafina was hilarious. I love yeah. her. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and like you guys said, the, the black and white with Nick Cage as Dracula was fantastic. Um, you know, it, like the... 
the self-help group scenes were great. And, you know, like, oh, God, the whole thing with um, the uh, the mob boss's son. Yeah. It, yeah. it reminded me, if, Schwartz, if, yeah. if you guys have ever seen Silicon Valley, it was like the dude oh, yeah. in Silicon Valley. <laughs> Uh, what uh, the where he's got the car with the the doors that go like this, the doors that go like this, like that kind of like smarmy, rich, like I can do anything, and but I'm actually worthless. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, he's Teddy fucking Lobo. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know who I am? I'm Teddy fucking Lobo. Exactly. So yeah, um, I shockingly surprised and giving it a, I'll give it a solid seven. Nice. nice. Excellent. Uh, Nate, how did you feel about Renfield? Drake, I think you should go because I have a long and distinguished review of this movie. Ah, like Mike Johnson. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the, uh, again, sort of what's already been said here. I, I loved the, <laughs> the varying stages of uh, Nicholas Cage's reconstruction as Dracula, like the, <laughs> the super crispy after getting flamed vampire with just the sort of beady eyes coming out um, was and it was just I just thought it was incredible and then uh, like the second stage with just sort of like the flesh sort of hanging out like I don't I, I don't know how much was digital and how much was practical in those in those moments but man I thought they looked really well and uh, obviously they, they it played so well I, I think on the screen. And especially in the moments to where, uh, you know, with what was happening with um, with Nicolas Cage and everything, um, that the action shots were incredible. I thought the action sequences were really good. Um, yeah, definite um, shout out to the stunt team and sort of putting those together. I thought that was, after watching um, Corridor Crew's uh, stuntmen react <laughs> videos, I uh, <laughs> I appreciate those. I, I kind of watch those. Uh, those sequences now with a, with a different sort of appreciation and, and not necessarily uh, that um, I love Brandon Scott Jones as the, um, uh, as the support group leader. Uh, he's great in ghost. Uh, he's so good in ghost. And he, again, he's really good here. Um, and yeah, I just thought those sequences were really good uh, where he kept interrupting the one girl when she was trying to oh, share. And the one girl is uh, the gal from Terrifier, the first Terrifier. She's That's right. That's correct. Gal. Yes. Uh, Tara. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, but, and yeah, this was, it was just, it was a really, really fun watch. Um, I, I, did think it was kind of fun that they <laughs> that they save everybody with the Dracula bud afterwards, and that's that's like the coffee at the <laughs> at the yeah, support they, group at the end. Everybody's just, just okay with it, <laughs> right? Thank you for right. The Dracula blood to save us and bring us back from things that we can't unsee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a you problem, right? Right. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, no, and yeah, Aquafina, man, she's like she's. It's she. She hasn't really turned in any real bad performances. Like everything I've seen her in, she's been really good. And the, I hate that this is the one thing I always go back to. But her impression of Devito in Jumanji: The Next Level is just—it's just something. It's incredible. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. Oh okay. man. Just no, and it's it's only for it's only for one sequence, but it's just like it's 
it's uncanny and incredible. So yeah, just no, just seeing her on screen and seeing her do what she does and watching her be the sort of, you know, the, the cop that is the one person that gets it, you know, and is sort of the, the outcast of the whole thing I thought was, was really good too. So no, this was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was really good. So uh, if I, it, I, I would definitely uh, agree with you, Joe, seven uh, side kittens for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about, unless side kittens are measured by the amount of fake blood that they used in this, like, <laughs> oh man. And otherwise dude, there was, okay. So, the gore. Sorry. Annie, no. Done? Yeah. Lot, sorry. You reminded me, over. but, but I'm sure you'll mention it, quickly. but dude, go for it. Yeah. It's awesome. Go yeah, I'll it. go, I'll go through this quickly. Okay. I just full, full disclosure. I did watch the movie today, like in the background off and on. And then I also watched a couple interviews, uh, going back to when this thing was released. And there was one that I ran into. If you, you guys know cinema therapy at all. Yeah. 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 So Steve, you need to favorite this channel and watch it again. So there's a, it's a two man show. They have like 1.3 million followers and they're really, really well done. But uh, one of the guys is a film creator in Hollywood. The other guy is a therapist, like a board certified <laughs> therapist. And they go through and all these different movies. But the one I saw, they got to interview Robert Kirkman. Oh, so, wow. Walking Dead, Bob Kirkman. Wow. Uh, he's the EP and he created the story. Uh, of this apparently okay um and so there's this 25 minute video which you guys should take time to watch because it's fucking hilarious they basically go through a bunch of scenes and kind of break them apart and talk about the different performances that the different act like the main actors give and just all the little mannerisms and affect that nick cage puts on dracula and it's just so a lot of the stuff i'm going to talk about i kind of bit from that interview um but it's there's some good shit so i wanted to share it okay um so they're talking about how uh, I was looking at the rating for Renfield because it's like, Jesus Christ, this is insane. And one of the ratings was uh, a rated R for language, drug use, violence, and some blood and gore. And I went, <laughs> some? <laughs> they're like anime geysers of blood. I know. That's being kind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there wasn't enough fake blood in the world, so they had to add it all digitally, which made it look really stupid, but also kind of worked with the way the movie was because they didn't take it too seriously. Yeah. It was just... It was exactly what was advertised, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I, I give this thing just a, a much higher score because it wasn't pretending to be like this pretentious Dracula recreation or anything like that. It, I got exactly what I wanted from this, and I <laughs> had such a great fucking time with it. Um, I was curious, uh, Steve, where do you think this movie would rank in your Nick Gage bracket? Like, um, would it make the final four? Yeah. <clears throat> this is very Nick Cage for me. I guess yeah. there's more Nick Cage in it. It'd probably be pretty high, but I think it would definitely rank high. The issue I think that I would have in including it in the bracket is because a Nick Cage has done so many movies, right. but um, the metrics that were used for the bracket were like, I don't know that this would be one of his best performances, and it's too good to be one of his worst. Yeah. So it would yeah. fall in that middle range where it wouldn't right. really be in a bracket, unfortunately. Um, gotcha. It was so Nick Cage for me, especially after the whole bracket episode and then thinking about, uh, you know, unbearable weight of massive talent and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He does so much with every scene, like the, the scene where he's drinking the martini. It wasn't the one with the eyeballs. It was before that he's drinking the martini. And then he like slurble, like gurgles the <laughs> blood in his mouth for a minute. Yeah. Or, like when he breaks into the, when he, when he finally gets to the support group and they invite him in, he's got his top hat on and he looks at, <laughs> at Nicholas Holton, like does the eyebrow thing and you can hear the hat moving. Like 
those oh, yeah. little things and like oh oh too many bodies oh really <laughs> like and just yeah. the way he delivered the lines like you know i'm the real victim here yeah shit like that like <laughs> Oh my god! Watching it again today, I was fucking dying. Like a busload of cheerleaders would get me back to full power. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was both like uh, female cheerleaders don't make it sexual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so overacted, but I loved it so much. Oh my god! So um, I already talked about the remaking Dracula with the black and white scenes. That was something that they pointed out in that uh, that interview. Um, then apparently Nick Cage has always wanted to play three characters, Captain Nemo, Superman, and Dracula. And this was his Dracula performance. So he really <laughs> kind of went all out for it. I'd love to see like a special edition or an extended edition. I want all the, the deleted scenes of all of his takes and improv and, and all that. Cause I'm a huge Dracula fan and, and obviously a huge Nick Cage fan. And I want to see all that. Perfect. Um, this is something I got out of a different review. Special sh special shout out to Tom Cruise and the Mummy remake failure, because if the if that universe ever took off, we probably wouldn't have seen Nick Cage as Dracula. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, that was a really cool point too. Uh, yeah, and then I put so much Cage in all caps. Uh, eyebrow wiggle, slurping the blood teenies, uh, the blood bag throne was a really cool <laughs> image with all the blood bags behind his chair or whatever uh, in the secret lair. I thought that was really cool. Um, the way he went out with the hail Satan, yeah, like, again with the same like crazy delivery was great. Uh, Nicholas Holt kills this movie, like holy shit. Uh, I was talking to Annie about this earlier, and she said, "Man, they really those guys have some great chemistry." Well, Nick Holt played his son in the Weatherman, apparently. Um, so they've acted in movies together before, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um. There was a great moment in the movie. Like you always hear the saying, I'm going to rip your arms out and beat you to death with them. Yeah. And it happens. <laughs> like, they literally did it. Right. Yeah, they literally rip arms off, beat people to death, uses them as spears at one point. It's amazing. <laughs> um, he had some great chemistry with Aquafina too. When they're first talking and meeting is she's like, ex-military, right? You moved around a lot. He's like, yeah, I was in the great war. Right. Goes, yes. Oh, uh, Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> like, not so great. Uh, three to five stars. <laughs> His delivery was kind of spot on too. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously he's a great actor. He's really blowing up right now too. Uh, and has been in a lot of stuff over the last decade, but uh, he's definitely coming through, uh, coming into his own now. And so I thought he did a great job in this movie. Uh, Aquafina got to give her props. Uh, fuck you, Kyle. Right. Is yeah, like, yeah. So is, good. Is our, uh, our latest term of endearment. Between <laughs> <Annie and> I. <laughs> so nobody else really gets, uh, which is hilarious. To right. Like in public. Um, did I just watch you guys cut off and cut a guy's arms off with a decorative serving platter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in that initial meet, which is great. And then uh, after she gets shot and he takes care of her, like, I don't want your murder cookies. Right. She, like, falls. Okay. Give me the murder cookie. Not the one that looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> then, of course I didn't need his cookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course right. I didn't need strange man's cookies. And then there's a great scene at the end where she's talking to uh, the, I can't know how to pronounce her name, but the, the leader of the Lobos, Bella Francesca Lobo. Oh um, yeah, the uh, actress with the uh, voice. Joey, uh, uh, Shora, uh, Shora. I, yeah. I get 
Agadash. Uh, yeah, not going to work here anymore. Not, uh, not gonna <laughs> no, not going to pronounce. I will that. say every time I see or hear her voice, I get like, I'm like, oh, I love her. Yeah, exactly. She's fucking she's insane. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but they're having that moment at the end where she's like, "Touche, ma chérie." She goes, "Au revoir, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> like, with no accent. This is the best. Um, and then just as kind of like a special, uh, you know. Uh, not a special announcement. My brain doesn't work right now. Uh, extra kind of props to Ben Schwartz, who is more over the top than Nick Cage in this movie, if that's even possible. He overacts every scene that he's in to such a degree yeah. that I fucking love it. Like, he's running away at the beginning with a dozen kilos of coke in his arms. I have a prescription for this shit. Right. And then starts to throw it back at the cops in his face. <laughs> like, and then they have this, he has this moment with Dracula where they're face to face. He's like, are you happy? Are you going to fuck me up? And Nick Cage is just laughing maniacally and they're laughing at each other. It, it's some of the best shit ever. Um, like I totally felt Aquafina about that guy. I'm just like, yeah. how is he not arrested? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, how many of you motherfuckers are on the take? You should all go to jail. Uh, one of my favorite parts, though, is when towards the end, you can kind of see where this is going to go. But he brings Dracula to meet his mom. And he's like, Mom, it's fucking Dracula. It's the real fucking Dracula. Fuck. And then does like a little fang thing with his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so bad but i love it so much and then he's fighting nicole at the end he's been changed he's a familiar now and he goes having dracula powers is fucking amazing nicholas holt's like don't say dracula powers <laughs> <laughs> the one-liners in this movie like if i keep watching this over and over it's gonna be a cult classic for me i think um but in general i thought it was a great great horror comedy comedy that's kind of in a chic that uh, i can't speak it's a great horror comedy that's in a, sh a shrinking genre, in my opinion. I haven't seen a lot of really good horror comedies lately. So, right. Um, yeah, there's some really great lines from this, uh, specifically like, you know, clearly we're dealing with a little more than narcissism here when Dracula's like over the top of the, the support <laughs> group. <laughs> and, and my favorite thing, or one of my favorite things, is in the very beginning, like the first scene, where the the lady is talking about her boyfriend and his love of ska. Yes. Oh man, it's <laughs> so good. It's so good. She starts, still starts name, uh, she starts naming off the bands, and one of the other guys, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then one of the other guys is like, "Is that the one that's like 90 percent trumpets?" And like, yeah, I was thinking about that. And then she defends it. She's like, "That's yeah. that's so minimized. The ska is." like contributions to music who am i right yeah. <laughs> yeah. it shows the trauma so well uh, but my favorite one is that when nick holt finally shares with the group and is talking about like his concerns and everything he's and like well and then the therapist or the, the leader of the group is talking about well you can take that power back what happens if you don't do what he needs he won't grow to full power he won't go to for power yes that's so weird you would put it that way but yes. yeah yeah <laughs> the casting is perfect front to back and even just the people that have a few lines like some of the people in that support group that keep getting interrupted yeah or you know comment towards the end are all kind of pitch perfect i, I fucking love this movie it's at least an eight for me nice, <laughs> um, nice. i'd watch it again like immediately yeah so, uh, that was my long-winded review how many times have you seen it now two two all right yeah okay. but i watched it today so right okay I'm all right very new on it yeah excellent nice yes um what else i want a sequel i know do you what think i want to know is what happens to all these people that got revived by dracula blood aren't they going to be vampires like let's go 
Right. Yeah. Vampire apocalypse that Nick Holt unleashed on the world, and Nick Holt and Aquafina have to figure out a way to solve it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think at the uh, <laughs> at the end, anyway. Um, you know, dude, I, I'm sorry. I, I Xander was just in here, but um, did you mention the cocaine circle? Oh no, the circle of powder. Yeah, I totally called that. Yeah, it was hilarious. I mean, it's powder. It uh, turns out it could be word. any powder. That was just yeah. <laughs> thank you, Wicked Tumbler. Right, Wicked yeah. Tumbler. Yeah. Exactly. That was yeah. so good. Yeah, was um, I they threw Tumbler in there. It could have been anything else. Like Wikipedia isn't a thing. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, Wicked Tumbler is legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I totally agree with you, Nate. I think this was, I think it was great. It totally deserves a sequel, and if it does, it, uh, I, I hope it gets it um, for sure. If Nicholas Holt isn't too busy being Lex Luthor, um, yeah. yeah uh, so what else do we think? Final, final thoughts on this? Uh, Steve, did you give it a rating? Yep. Um. I didn't, but I would say I, I'm actually going to rank it pretty high, I think, because I agree with a lot of, I have to say, I agree with a lot of what Nate said, especially about, it's kind of rare, I'll say, to have a horror comedy in this kind of vein. Yeah. Um, yeah I see what because, you did there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Dad, Well, because most, most horror comedies are heavier on the horror, I'll say, and like less on the comedy, and I feel like this was more on the comedy less on the horror, but I, I feel like, um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think the excessive gore in this, um, worked to its favor. Similarly, it reminded me a lot of the movie, uh, Turbo Kid, which is, if you haven't seen it, it's fantastic. It's like a kind of more sci-fi than horror, but it has excessive gore in almost a comical sense. Sure. Like this, but it plays to the strength of the movie. Right. Um, and I just like, I was dying when he's fighting them at the apartment complex and he uses the guy's arms to pin the two guys. To the <laughs> yeah, wall. Right, yeah. I was like, okay, like that, like at first I was like, okay, it's just a little gory, but then I was like, okay, they know it's excessively gory and they're just going with it. I appreciate that. Find so. me a bug and he steals the guy's ant farm. <laughs> 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 that was so funny. Oh, and at the end, oh. uh, like him and Aquafina are walking down, like, the pyramid of bodies, like the yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> what was her and right? She's like, you know how people have seen like it's not the like, worst I've thing. I've seen worse. Yeah, like, this, <laughs> this is the worst. I saw was the worst. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would give it. I, I'd say I'd give it probably a seven point five out of ten. I'm taking off two point five points because I do love Ska and I was deeply offended <laughs> by that fire. When she started naming ska bands, I was like, yep, yep. Oh, they're so great. And then I was like, wait, what? Who have I become? I may or may not have made the argument before she made it in the film. Like, you guys don't understand ska's, like, <laughs> purpose and what they've done. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was so Nick, upset. When she says that, Nick is whole, and he fucking Redfield laughs. I swallowed a bug. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do it intentionally? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, it was it was genuinely it was so much fun. I really enjoyed this film, uh, way more than I thought I would. Yeah, um, excellent. Um, so, Steve, I gotta I gotta ask, what's on the what's next on your radar? <laughs> oh, um, okay, for movies coming just out, for, um, just for you, yeah. 
Um, I still want to see it. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, it's so it's on. Um, it's available on digital now. You just got to pay for it. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, because I've I've been seeing like <laughs> I don't have a lot of time to get out to the movies, so I feel like I usually catch stuff on streaming after it's been in theaters. But yeah, that's a more recent one that I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, yeah, it's just um, I'm not quite up to date on what's coming out i know there's a lot of new horror coming out but i i've been just so swamped i haven't been keeping track of it yeah um i did today with the addition of renfield i now am up to uh 1500 horror movies Ooh. on my list renfield was number 1500 no, so really? i yeah so i i just I updated my uh <laughs> I, I i believe there is um so yeah i have I have my spreadsheet for when I do uh, my 31 Days of Horror again this year nice. to make it easier for me. And then I just recently, um, I actually just today got a delivery of some new horror DVDs, including uh, the Blu-ray release of Lena Quigley's Horror Workout from Terror Vision Records, <laughs> <Nice>. which is <laughs> amazing. Um, if you've never seen it, it was released back in, God, I want to say the 80s, and it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's Lena Quigley's horror workout. Yeah. Um, is it like so. reps of ripping heads off or something? Like um, it's two and three. Like her in a bikini with like studs and a chainsaw and people dressed up as zombies and it's like <laughs> half horror movie, half workout tape. Oh my which god, is, that's awesome! Oh man. it's it's that's it's amazing. Out. It'll be uh, going up on my server as well. As so. advertised. Um, as advertised. Look forward exactly. to that one. <laughs> yes, but um. Yeah, just uh, yeah, not much else going on in the uh, that. So okay, uh, when we when we get to Evil Dead Rise, because that's something that I want to see as well. Um, yeah. and I know Joe wants to see it too. Um, mm -hmm. so I'll watch it too. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll get Nate on it. Um. Yeah. So let's let's reconvene, uh, with Evil Dead Rise and and do a um uh, probably a mini review of that as well. Um. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else to mention, guys? I'm good. Go see it. Yeah, go see <laughs> go see Renfield if you can. Uh, yeah, it's on digital. It is on digital. Everywhere. And uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of Renfield. Did you like it as much as we did? Uh, if you did, tell us in the comments. You can find us on Facebook at the Rum and Regret Podcast. Find us on Twitter at rum underscore regret. We're also on Instagram. And I, Nate, I believe you're posting as rum and regret from your stuff. Yeah. So yeah. What, what's your stuff? Uh, well, no, I'm posting as rum and regret. Oh, as rum and regret on Instagram yeah. and TikTok, right? Yeah. And TikTok and okay. Facebook and yeah, everything but Twitter. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then what are your, Nate, what are your socials? Sure, yeah. Avid Gamer, AV1D Gamer on all the socials and your gaming platforms of choice. Uh, taking a break from Modern Warfare, went through Jedi Fallen Order, which is amazing. Afraid to jump into the new Legend of Zelda game because I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and it took people all of like two seconds to make a bunch of dicks, apparently, in the game. Oh. <laughs> uh, a bunch of uh, Rick and Morty homages to giant dick statues, uh, etc. So... Um, Google that at your uh, own discretion, <laughs> <laughs> but there's some funny ass shit out there. So, um, yeah, good times. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, the final season of Rick and Morty has hit Hulu. Ooh, Ooh fantastic! I haven't watched it yet. Okay. okay. Uh, you guys, 
when you get a chance, watch it <laughs> just for the lightsaber episode. <laughs> this spoil this guy spoils everything. It yeah. happens in the first two <laughs> seconds. Cool. Oh, cool. Of, now you spoiled what it happened. Of the Good episode. <laughs> but it starts off, it starts off with the diehard episode. So okay. I mean, come awesome. on. Come on. Um uh yeah, Joe, where can they find you? At Joe Chickadee on the socials or at JoeChickadee.com. Mr. Soup, where can they find you, sir? Uh, so I am on TikTok. I haven't posted anything yet because I've been busy, but I will. I'm going to just start <laughs> uploading weird stuff that I find until I make my own videos. Yes. But I'm. thank you guys. I want to say Rub and Regret inspired my TikTok name. It's Mr. Soup's House of Horror yes. on TikTok. <laughs> um, and then on uh, Steam and everything, I'm We Are Stevo. Uh, for those who liked Arcane and love torturing themselves with the game that is League of Legends, I'm We Are Stevo. If uh, you want to add and duo or whatever, I'm always playing that and banging my head against the wall, which is just as productive. Um, yeah, I might have to pick that up just to. Uh... No, run yeah. far away. <laughs> well done, sir. You're a true friend. <laughs> yes, I will stage an intervention. Run, yeah. <laughs> Uh, great. Excellent. And then, uh, you can find me at crazy Drake on Facebook at Andrew Drake on Twitter. And until the next time, which will be a while from now, because we will be skipping next, next scheduled podcast because Joe is leveling up. We'll see um, you in June. Huh? We'll see everybody. Back yeah. In June. We'll see you in June. So until that time we have spoken. <laughs> Hail Satan! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.